0: Hello, and welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got postseason tiebreakers, our prop bets, and some guys looking to dictate the rest of their season. Let's get it. Full house. Uh oh, Hello. And welcome back to Talking Baseball, sent by SeatGeek, myself, James, Trevor, and BBD. We've got the front office, we've mm. got the players. It's mm. a big ol' ep as we've got three and a half weeks left of regular season baseball. Crazy, crazy. Jimmer Fredette,
1: to my right. I'll kick off to you. How you doing, big dog? 24 days. I just Googled days until October 7th. Wow. 24 days. I nailed it. You were pretty good. That's wild. Yeah.
2: It's coming up. I'm going to start Googling days until. I like Oh, it's that. my That's, favorite feature, yeah. Trev.
1: I use it all the time. I, feature, I, I Google days until or days since. I do it for IL stuff all the time. Can I just say
2: something, my Alexa that I have? Not smart enough for my house. I ask her questions, and she just defers to, like, an internet article. I need you to actually, like, know yourself, Alexa. I don't need you to, like, send me to a webpage. I could do that.
1: Alexa, turn yourself off.
2: Basically, yeah. Damn. Damn. That's good that I know that because I kept thinking, do we have three weeks, three and a half? My brain didn't want to do the math, so I'm glad you guys just did it for me. Give me but a random, some- give me a random date in the past. Oh, okay. It was uh, like a big, was a big Homer
0: day or something you had in Minnesota? A big Trevor Plouffe day?
1: I don't know. Okay, that'd be so weird. Uh, June
2: fifteenth, nineteen
1: eighty six. Is that your birthday? How many
0: days has Trevor Plouffe been alive?
1: 13,239 days.
2: Holy shit.
1: Yeah, Google's pretty I wasn't pretty cool. expecting that. Yeah. It's wild. Well. That's a feature I use surprisingly a lot. It's kind of ask Jesus, you know like you ask the full sentence. And anyway. you got
2: about 16,000 left. That's it. Oh. The sad part is most of it a lot of I'll these teams
1: are dead in the water. 24 games left. Trev. That a shot at your
0: twins right off the rip?
2: Yeah, I think James declared them dead. He did, yeah. Yeah. The Cleveland,
1: it's it. I mean, (laughs) but but I. This isn't that premature. I checked in on all the twins like forums and fan places, and they're all saying the same thing. Like that sweep from the Guardians was tough. They don't have any of the tiebreakers, and they have eleven games left against the two teams that are above them, and they're under five hundred. So it's not like they're a good team that's getting snubbed. I think we're going to have one of those in the NL and the AL kind of, if you're good, you're in besides the Orioles, but they had an awesome season. I'm not trying to knock them at all.
2: I think they're excited about the season. They have, I mean, some of the guys that came up made an impact and that's kind uh, of what you wanted to see. Orioles fans
1: were excited to watch baseball every night for, still and, are. and still are. Yeah. So great it's, season, but you know, it's funny. There's been a lot of talk about time already. This
0: episode and we've got a new friend of Talking Baseball, Vincero. Look at my mm. hair if you're trying to pronounce it. Vincero, huh? And Vincero. You're one of those Vincero watches. Hey, get me. Can I have one of the Vinceros? If you hear someone you say, can say that, it like that, uh, you might be in Houston, Texas for the World Series this year. Vincero. Uh, what you need to know, exceptionally crafted, stylish watches at affordable prices. Other premium handcrafted watches have insane markups. You can own a high quality and lasting timepiece without going broke. And the best part is listeners of this podcast are about to be hooked up and save a little more. Trev, you raised your hand quite <laughs> early for this. <laughs> Like really, really.
2: <laughs> I got a fancy party I'm going to on Friday, right?
0: Nice, dog.
2: I'm wearing this watch. Yeah. It's Trevor. Because it looks like it's thousands of dollars, but it's not. Yeah. Trevor
0: Plouffe wears this watch. <laughs> uh, So I was going to tell you about the 30,000 five-star reviews and Forbes, Business Insider and Newsweek, but scratch it, reverse it, Trevor Plouffe will be wearing this watch at a swanky party.
2: Swanky too.
0: And you could also be wearing one of these watches. If you go to www.vincerocollective.com. V-I-N-C-E-R-O collective.com. And with code baseball, code baseball, you're getting 20% off in free shipping. So, uh, you know, get yourself a playoff watch. What time is it? Playoff time. <laughs> just tell your friends that. <laughs> Did
2: you have that one in the chamber? No, the whole that time? that happened live. That was that right there. Live.
0: That's uh, <laughs> so that's not in their copy. Yeah, no. For some reason, they didn't have you wearing it to a party or the playoff time in here. But we'll reach back out. Uh, so it's vincerocollective.com. dot com code baseball. Twenty percent oh, off, free shit. shipping. How about it? And, Trev, uh, I think you're walking us through this first part because it's the most important probably part of the episode because uh, it's the first year that we've had some legit – I shouldn't say legit – different postseason tiebreakers. We we all remember in the couple past years we've had games 163. I think mm. we had a one a game 164 for my Rockies one year. I think they went Dodgers – and then Cubs, I believe, uh, to get the season wrapped up via tiebreaker. Now we have some actual tiebreakers and boys it being halfway through September. It's time September. It's time to actually sort through it. So what do you got T pain?
2: Well, as we look like along the post-season landscape guys, there's a few races that are yet to be settled. Uh, a lot of the divisions are wrapped up right now. Um, how do you guys feel about the East, the Yankees? You guys feel like that's wrapped up five and a half? Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start in the uh, AL mid. You guys like to call it, and that's one of the closer races. Cleveland right now has a three game lead over the White Sox. Now, the season series right now is in Cleveland's favor. So if they do have that tiebreaker, essentially that three game lead becomes a four game lead because the White Sox will have to win the division outright to be able to claim uh, to be champion. They do have games left, though. They have four games left, and the White Sox would need to win all four of them, or Cleveland, if you're on that side, just needs to win one of them to to get the tiebreaker. So they play this this Thursday. So I guess when this comes out, they play tomorrow. And then they have a three-game set uh, September 20th, 21st, and the 22nd. And then it's set, man. And this, and this no-game-163 thing is... It's kind of crazy to, to think about because now you're for instance, this one's a good one because there's still games left. Okay. Um, San Diego, on the other hand, you know, they're vying for a wild card in the NL um, and the Brewers are right behind them. Well, they have the uh, tiebreaker over the Brewers. So now the Brewers essentially have to win more games than them, but they haven't played each other since June 5th. These teams are drastically different from when, from where they're at on June 5th. Like, that's to me when the game one sixty three kind of comes in and and kind of makes more sense.
1: Well, who's better right now? I, I understand that aspect of it, but there's three game wildcards now. You can't be adding more games and more travel and all that. And if you're taking away the wild but, card-
2: but why, but why not though? Because like I know that we're on a time crunch here because of the you know the season got started a little late but next year when we have a full time do, wouldn't they want to add a 163?
1: Yeah, but like, not the players. I mean, if you if this is the MLBPA talking, they're not adding that because there's more travel, there's more games, there's more everything and
2: MLB's just greedy and wants more games. I'm sure MLB would love 163s. I think if they're fairly compensated, I mean, I, I think right. I think the players I understand the logistics of it are tough, but like it makes more sense to me than the, uh, this tiebreaker. Cause well, there's more the, scenarios that we have to go over, but I like the tiebreaker for the divisions
1: a lot because you're going to be in the, uh, maybe it's a one seed division. A one sixty three makes sense, but I like it for the divisions with the wild cards. It does get funky because you're, you're only playing that team six times and they could have been so yeah. long ago. So I way back in July, the, when I, 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 I was starting to talk about the importance of this with the Phillies uh, and it's, still prevalent right now the phillies are a lock basically because they have all the tiebreakers against the teams they're competing with and but i don't know how you do it cuz you're not going to do a one game play in for a while we saw that when it was a one game wild card and it was kind of just like wow this is a waste of time
2: i think any of those like single elimination games i guess it's for seeding it'll be so that's different it's not like sending somebody home necessarily i guess it could be yeah, I guess like I, all the, yeah.
0: That that's where my brain's spinning right now, and yeah, this year it's it's really tough to know what you do with it because you know Yankees, Astros. I mean, Astros have like five games on them anyway, and the tiebreaker. So it you know as as we rule out someone catching the Yanks or even the Twins really be involved. It's it's really the same thing. Uh, so it, it's not really a situation. This year was so messed up. The Yankees played the Astros a doubleheader. Uh, after the All Star break, a one day doubleheader. That was all they played, and then yeah. they had one more random game where they they played them in Houston. So this this year was bizarre, and there was some of that. And I I guess, and it's kind of what you guys are dancing around for the divisions. It makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. you're you're playing each other. What is it? Nineteen times, and you know if those games should matter, and they should. You know if you got beat ten. If you won 10 games or if you won even more than that, then yeah. Like, there's nothing the other team can really say. Uh, I guess for a wild card, um, or maybe if it's a division, it, it just gets really tricky because that 163 could still be badass, right? If it, but if you're a wild card, now it's becoming a double wild card. I guess if it was the AL Central this year, and for them it was win and in, and then you're hosting home field, but then it's back to the division, so I, I don't know. Maybe they have it, and I don't know. I think divisions are going to change a lot in a couple years, so I think it's it's just going to get funkier.
1: Yeah, is this even what That's they're going to have next year with the balanced schedule and all that?
2: I'm, I'm curious to see, but uh, if you think about it, like a 163, you waste a pitcher there, and then you got a three-game set, then you waste mm-hmm. pitchers there.
1: I know this is counterintuitive. Oh, maybe this doesn't make sense. Because right now it's head-to-head, then interdivision. For the division, yeah. I wouldn't be upset if they did interdivision first, but I guess you play a lot. Like what if they did for the NL, or for mm-hmm. the wild card they, nah, they did I was going to say, like, you know, versus the NL, instead of versus each other, since there's only six games? They're not in the same division. I don't know. I don't really have a problem with it that much. I think it puts more emphasis on games against other good teams earlier in the season. I think mm-hmm. beating those teams is always good. I understand your point that it could be a completely different squad than the, the yeah, March before the Before the
2: trade deadline, these things are happening. But those like... wins
1: and losses count towards the record, which is the main yeah. determining factor. So I like it. I think it adds an element. It, it It changes the Brewers and the Phillies so much because the Phillies, every lead they have, add a game to it because they have the tiebreakers. The Brewers, every lead they're
2: chasing, add one to it because they don't have the tiebreakers. Another one we have to look at, Atlanta, right now, um, behind the Mets, one and a half games. They need to sweep three games for the Mets or the Mets have it. They play three more times at the end of the year, uh, September 30th through October 2nd. So, I mean, those, those are crazy games. I mean, obviously, you can... Atlanta could get ahead of them in the standings and none of this matters at all. And then those games are just like regular games. But like if it comes down to it and Atlanta and them Atlanta sweeps those games, gets it down to even, and they play the last series even, then all of a sudden Atlanta is the champion. It's crazy, man. There's a lot of scenarios out there right now that this one won't even be settled until three days before the end of the season.
1: I don't like that the... The th- the three the third seed. It goes automatic to a
2: division winner. I like that. I like the importance of a division. I, I understand. Like why the AL Central making wanted, me hate. If that you want it completely balanced, yeah. And Jake, you, we had it wrong. I'm talking Yanks earlier today. The Yankees
1: play the winner of the Guardians versus or the Central versus yeah. whoever is the sixth seed.
0: Oh, because you'd assume... No, 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 no. Whoever
2: has the matches. highest record will play the Guardians or the six seed. So the Astros right now, right? Nope. No. No, because it would be... Because uh-huh. the highest seeds that could win both. A-
1: Astros get, will get the 4-5. And the Yankees will get the winner of the 3-6. Because you assume the three advance. Because that was my point. So it was three. Way back, okay. in, way back when, I was saying, I think i want the two seed more because you get potentially the central. And if the twins were there as a Yankees fan, I was like, gimme that potential. No, that's not what all the graphics have.
2: Ooh, live time oh, finding the, out. The
0: two plays
1: the three and the six. Okay. Yeah. Wow.
2: Wow, that's huge. One, the yankees. Four, two, three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yankees just went spin, to the World spin Series. spin zone.
1: Well, that's what I said. Wait, I think I was talking to Rosie or someone, I was like, I can't want the yankees to get the two seed. So they get the central. Well, right if now it's Tampa. Win,
0: if they advance. Those are the Tampa teams Jake and Cleveland. I
1: kind of want more than Toronto or uh, plus Rather Toronto Seattle three games. That's awesome baseball. That is it so is. atmospheric and fun. Give me those two teams matching up.
2: And right now they're neck and they're neck and neck, and so Seattle has a tiebreaker over the Blue Jays. Now that's one.
0: That's one that could. And really they're
2: completely die. tied right now 79 and 61, 79 and 61. Yeah, the travel and the home field advantage Oof. is big in, in Seattle's. What's Seattle, talked, Tampa Bay? Seattle has it, well, dead, we, right? Uh, Rays had the tiebreaker over Seattle, and they still have more games left against the Blue Jays. A bunch of them are actually playing right now, I believe. Uh, yeah, they are because they almost fought last night. So. That one's still out there, but the Rays the had a better over, over Seattle team. <clears throat> Benches cleared. Uh, Blue Jays versus the Rays, and then Cash and Schneider I were am like shocked. And then the and then the and the pitching coaches. I mean, they were like they were yelling at each other a lot, a lot. Yeah. Blue Jays have cleared
1: now with the Yankees, with the Orioles. Well, the Rays hit Bichette in the Rays. head. So fair. I'm just saying they yeah. are a feisty bunch. The Blue Jays, they bicker.
2: We were we went into it a little bit uh, on baseball today about home field advantage. We think Seattle having it would be great, but we think there'll be a, a lot of Canadians coming down for that series. Ooh. It's pretty close to the Western Canada there, All those so maybe we'll see a horde of you know uh, Blue Jays fans in Seattle. I think we might. It'd be really right. cool.
0: Trevor, did you not watch Russell Wilson return? and get booed by I the did. 12th man, and you think some people from Vancouver are going to take over?
2: No, I didn't say that.
0: Formerly Safeco Field?
2: I didn't say it take over. I said they'll be there for sure.
0: They'll be out the
2: man. building.
0: We're not letting them in.
2: Don't talk about Russell. He did everything <laughs> he could, man. Yeah, the coach didn't.
0: Um, yeah, I, I mean, that would feel... Very poetic in this current AL wildcard race where the Jays, Seattle, um, and the Rays are all neck and neck. I mean, I guess if if the Rays end up with the Blue Jays, it's kind of null and void because, you know, those teams play each other a lot and it it is what it is. That's going to be their 20 and 21st games against each other. Like, kind of doesn't matter where you're playing at that point. Although the Rogers Center gets gets pretty turnt. Respect that. If you gotta go to Seattle, like I can't imagine these blue jays and and Jim mentioned it, and uh go check out uh some of the breakdowns at Oriole Ones fun um, not fun if the if those blue jays who their manager got fired this year and the Blue Jays kind of said, yeah, we we might have needed something, okay. Well, guess what? if you end up with the same record as the Mariners and you've got to fly one of the longest MLB flights, and then play in front of a crowd who's having their first playoff game in two-plus decades? I don't know, man. You might have just shot yourself in, in the face. In
1: a clapping convention town. Right. It's going to be loud there.
0: Let Russ cook. So, yeah, man, I if I'm the Blue Jays, you those teams better be sprinting to the finish line.
2: And where we're at in the National League, I mean, a lot of the wild card is unsettled. We talked about Philly having the um, leg up because of the tiebreaker. Um, San Diego has it over Milwaukee. We talked about that. Um, So Milwaukee's really chasing it here. Um, The AL tiebreaker is, I think we'll really have to revisit that because that's, uh, excuse me, the AL wild card tiebreaker. We'll have to revisit that because there's so many teams just bunched up right there. I feel really bad for like the traveling secretaries. Yeah. Like they don't know where they're gonna go until the end of the year. Like you're like, I don't fucking know.
1: Oh yeah, it's true.
2: So it like you, your family and stuff. You're trying to get people out to the postseason. You have no idea where you're gonna go. You know, which it's it's a good problem to have, but you know, this that one's cool. close. I mean, Seattle, Toronto, and Tampa Bay, half game apart.
1: They're all in it, barring something crazy. Who
0: would and you Baltimore? rather? Who would you rather play, Trev? We did a little bit of this on Talking Yanks today.
2: Of those three teams? Yep. Easiest team? Uh, Not necessarily, I guess. Not easiest, but like team that –
1: I think Tampa. Mostly for the atmosphere that the other two will be bringing in away games and just like energy. And Tampa's got a lot of injuries and their offense
2: isn't – I think with some good pitching performances, you can beat Tampa.
1: Yeah, you got to squeak runs. You know, they're a team that I think – and we've seen it. The judge beat single-handedly – a couple times, as long as the pitchers do their job.
2: Yeah, the pitchers have to pitch, obviously. Um, but I mean, dude, these this playoffs this year, this year are going to be awesome. I'm excited.
0: It's about three and a half weeks away, um, and we'll probably be placing some bets on those games at the DraftKings sportsbook. And we're about to check in on our prop bets we made to start this year. At DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, you can also bet $5 on any NFL game and win $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JOMBOY, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for
1: details. Very happy with my judge who hit the most home runs in uh, the league bet that I put in February. And I think I'm happy with a lot of my prop bets that we did back in February as well. I got to fully check. You guys talked a little bit about yours the other day.
0: Yeah, we just, we ended up the episode kind of landing around there and some names. Trev's been on, you know, Eugenio Suarez all year. Everybody
2: tweets at me every single time he hits a homer and he's hit a lot of them. (laughs) He's
0: been hitting a lot of homers recently which has been fun. So yeah, I know, you know, a, a lot of people probably listened at the start of the year. If you didn't, we do a, it's become an annual prop bet episode and it's fun to find out some of the weird player ones. And there's usually a couple teams ones. And then we usually throw our, our lock of the day of the year. Uh, so, and you got
1: your lock last year. I got, no, my, no, we, sorry, all sorry. Did, you got your, you, we all, we got all our did. I think we all got our lock. lock. You got your, uh,
0: sprinkle. I got my sprinkle. Corbin burns to win the Cy young. Um, that Yeah, we'd, we'd, so we do a couple, a couple bets we like. We do a sprinkle deep cut, and then we do a lock. And so we figured with three weeks, we check in to see if there's any players we need to root
1: for. Yeah. Maybe, maybe against. I don't know. I don't know. Trav, you want to go first? You're the top of the sheet here.
0: Top sheet, Trav? Sem-
1: I, I didn't see the sheet. Send me the sheet. It's a Google Doc called Talking Baseball Prop Bets. Okay, I, I couldn't find it yesterday.
2: Doc, We're not cut a sheet. to this out.
1: Doc, not a sheet. You have Carlos Correa over 25 and he a half to get hot.
2: home runs.
1: How are you looking? He
2: has, he has 19 or 20 right now. I know that.
0: So Trev's bets, we did, again, just a brief scan. He was tight. A lot of his are tight. Um, Correa was hurt. I
2: think
1: he's got a chance, Trevor. He's been hitting home runs lately. He has 19.
2: I'm putting yours in yellow. That one is, uh, he's got to get hot. Okay. And then the Louis Robert over 28 and a half is not going to happen. You're, Obviously you're, he is. Damn.
1: You're out on that one. It's red. I'm that one's that one in tough. Red. He's got 12.
2: Um, After that, uh, Matt Olson. This is my fun one I have written down. It's Matt Olson over Freddie Freeman home runs. And I believe I have that one. So
0: Freddie's at 19, Olsen's at 28. So you're you're looking safe there.
2: Nice job. Um, I'm gonna put that twins in twins more. Put that in green. Yeah. Put it in a that's light green. green, just
1: in case. Yeah. It's not lock locked.
2: No. no, it's that's locked, guys. Uh, oh. Twins more wins in the guardian. My, guardians <laughs> minus four and a half seems silly now. Yeah. I'm gonna put that in. My, silly. Uh, a reddish yellow. Maybe almost. put it. Put it in that in light, blood so you red. Can't see
1: it. Uh, orange.
2: I mean, golly, you've... twins.
1: Yeah, I think you've lost that one.
2: This is a good one for me right here. Yeah. So Julio, Julio Urias, Cy Young was my sprinkle at plus 3,500. Okay. Right now, he's third in the Cy Young odds. Sandy Alcantara minus 175. And then him and Max Fried are tied. I guess so he's second at minus 650. But he's trending up this the last couple weeks of the season. If Sandy gets banged around a little bit, I mean, Urias, I believe right now leads the NL in ERA. Yeah. And wins.
1: Yeah. Those are. ESPN's Cy Young predictor website has Sandy as the sixth. I don't know why. I don't he's been trust. Struggling it. as of late, a little. I mean, is
0: it an old article or something?
1: No, it's like updated.
0: Because Vegas he's still minus one seventy-five, like Trev was saying. But yeah, Freed and Urias—that's a uh,
1: Sandy. I like that one. They have Freed as eighth, so maybe we don't trust this ESPN website. We'll come back to that.
0: Uh, Sandy in his last four starts, 23.2 innings, a 6.08 ERA. He's been getting
1: hit. What's Gonsolin? Is he going to split the vote with Urias? I I I know he just went on the IL.
2: That hurts his chances there. Uh, The wins were a big factor. He had some whip stuff. I think he was leading in whip as well. Uh, Some of the peripherals didn't love his numbers. So you like like your odds on the
0: sprinkle. Urias has 30-plus innings on Gonsolin. Gonzolin twenty three starts, Urias um, twenty seven. Still tough, and he's to think you are going to get it. I guess a lot more strikeouts. It would but for a sprinkle. Alcantara, yeah, Alcantara would have to fall off, and then you are right in the mix. And okay. Burns was kind of a coin flip by the end of last year, so you yeah. you have hope.
2: You he have put hope. that one in yellow. I like that, James. My lock. This is the one I get the most flack for. Yeah, don't don't do red. I didn't do red. I was just it saying it was nice,
0: nice. We me. knew it was yellow the
2: whole time.
1: Yeah. We oh, you. Suarez stand. might be in red, man. No, 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 no.
2: no. I, I still believe coach. that's a lock. I still believe that's a lock. Mm. He's been too hot for too long. There's gonna be a little cold streak here. Ninety-eight and a half RBI. I believe he has. Let me get it up, people. Eighty-two. Eighty-two.
0: At the time of recording.
2: That's still he's got to get six. He's got to get uh, seventeen in the last three and a half weeks. I mean, it's possible. It's tight. I still like that one. I still like that one a lot.
0: He's got to have like two big boy nights.
2: Yeah, and he he's been doing it. That's the thing. He's been hitting the three run homers, two homer games. Yeah. How, like many more,
1: so, how many more? <laughs> played, how many more played?
2: How many more games? How many more uh, played appearances do you think he's gonna have? I mean, we got twenty four days. Probably 23 games, 22 games, you can say. He's got 80. 80 more plate appearances? Well. What's he averaging? Are you doing math He's averaging an
1: RBI every seven plate appearances. That would give him 11 more. What does that put him at? 94? Yeah, we're good then. We're good then. It's going to be close. I'm not going to put it in red. You're right. I'm going to put this in the same yellow as Urias. Okay. So, But you only have one green, Trev. Yeah, it looks really bad. But my removed
2: green. lock, I feel like Shit. I should get credit for because that one is a lock. No, but you removed you it. You
0: removed the lock, and that was still a lock. Lost. Yeah. It was a lock. Whatever.
2: I think it was like not. It was, the only reason I didn't do it was because it was minus 175, and we needed something with return. less juice on it.
1: Yeah. Yes, I remember that. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I it's mean. It's not a great showing. Not it's not great. a great showing. Not great. Not, great. not, great. not, not great. great. All right. Here's a great showing. Wow. I had Harper under 97 and a half RBIs, got injured. I think that's a lock. That looks good.
2: Not the way you wanted to get How there, is that but... a better bet than Eugenio Suarez? I mean, he just got hurt. That's the only thing. That's the thing. Marcus that's Simeon tough. under
1: 32 and a half. I also think that's a lock. It's looking good. He didn't I have think a homer I he just for hit his long...
2: 21st. Yeah, he
1: would have to, like, really have a great three weeks.
2: I mean... You can lock it up. You can lock it up. Give it green.
1: Juan Soto more home runs than Acuña, that's a lock. I think that's 21 to 10 right now. Something like that.
2: Soto is 24,
0: Acuña has 11 at the time of recording.
1: I think that's locked. My sprinkle plus 3,000 mm. Mariners longest winning streak. I don't know how this works. They are currently tied for the longest winning streak. So I don't know if I get that or not. Really? That's a push, baby. I think it's a push. It's a push. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't know
0: how long this win streak works.
1: I mean, I definitely didn't lose it, unless I'll, maybe it, I did, but the Braves and the Mariners are tied at, for MLB's longest winning streak, 14 apiece. I chose the Mariners to have it. I have no idea how they... they you know. don't
2: not have it.
1: I don't know how they do that, but, I mean, I should get some credit.
2: Yeah, I'm clapping for well, you. Yours is really good.
1: I'll do that in, like, a light, the lightest green. And I'll change these to a little, you know, just for our sake. Those are a little. And then my lock was the Astros more wins than the Yankees. I think that's a lock as well.
0: I mean, that's how you do it, people.
1: Wow. That's very impressive, James. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Trev, I
0: think you might end up looking bad in this segment. I don't know if you knew that coming in. It's all right. Because I had the St. Louis Cardinals to make the playoffs. Um, which was oddly even money. I placed that one. I think you heard me do it live in our PPP. Um, did I place that with you? They're a good franchise. I think so. I, I think that was like a replacing that bet. Cardinals to make the playoffs. I did IKF under a buck 67 hits. He is going to land well short of that. He currently has 115. Um, what are you talking about? The guy's great. Hey, if he gets hot, um, if he gets like three hits a game the rest of the way, uh, which I'm actually rooting for, so two for two there. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. Um, he has 20 home runs and he's sitting, or he has 20 home runs. The over/under was 20 and a half, uh, so I need one more Bobby Witt Jr. home run. That'd be brutal. For the rest of the season could be a bad beat. We'll see. That's how gambling works. I did the sprinkle, my sprinkle on the Buxton MVP, which obviously he has his injury
1: risk. That's a, that sadly that's a red. That's our second red.
0: Yeah, but it's, you know, a sprinkle. I mean, we, we have to see how your sprinkle sorts out. It could end up being a an orange. Um the point of the sprinkle is it as a good Yeah, but to I'm just saying red. as like right now
1: right. we only have two dead, dead ones.
0: Oh, I mean the twins. Sure. The twins one minus four and a
1: half should be red.
0: Yeah, that's red. They have, to be, red. Oh, oh, they have oh, to be they oh, have to be four oh, and a half. Oh. I did not
1: I did not take the four and a half yeah. into account. Sorry.
0: Um, and then my lock of the year of a lock, which, again, the numbers seem ridiculous and an injury does tie in, uh, but was Adam Duvall uh, over under A 110.5 RBI. Um, love me some Adam Duvall. Uh, he got injured, so he's coming in well below that. So uh, if Bobby Witt has one more homer, uh, all of my non-sprinkle bets will hit. So... They say he knows ball. I don't know.
1: Well, well done, well done, BBD. You. you had Pena as AL Rookie of the Year as a sprinkle, as a sprinkle, but that probably good for going a while a to start. Julio Full took over. Probably going to Julio that Julio guy and Juan Soto under yeah one hundred and eighteen and point five RBIs.
2: Yeah, he's at fifty two. Jesus.
1: Hey, I think the problem with your your situation here, Trev, mm. is that the easiest locks are unders because they just give ridiculous RBI totals and homer totals. For I guys. brought that
2: to your guys' attention. I that's know. why you guys started doing that. No, I just we picked one guy out of this, we had out this
1: bucket. We all had it separately, but you don't like taking unders because you're a player's guy. So you try to search for overs and that's a harder game to play.
2: It's respectful. Oh well, yeah, one injury away. I, I had a couple guys. I mean, Correa dealt with some injuries. Louis uh, obviously get dealt with some injuries. Dude, wait, just, the Twins is, over Guardians. My biggest. Is my biggest chance. miss. Correa
1: has been mashing breaking balls in September. <clears throat> just to let you know, don't Bobby, throw him a curve. Bobby, if I hit here, my sprinkle and my lock, I'll be happy. Okay. You need Urias to shove, which you can. Someone tell me the rules on ties in the in the. I just like it to be on a push. A A push. I'm assuming it's a push. Yeah,
0: I'd like to think worst case would be push,
1: right? I'd like
0: to think think,
2: yes. The Mariners Ah, don't not have the longest winning streak.
0: I want if they had like longest solo winning streak, that would be a kind of a cop out. But I don't know. All of of these things are different. Well, me and me, Jimmy and BBD did great. I think everyone agrees.
2: It's cool. I mean, I still have the plaque that's the best prediction to ever be predicted. That's so. true. That yeah, is true. And
0: yeah. you also have Roman swipes. Roman swipes are convenient over-the-counter wipes that are cr- clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. They're uniquely formulated to reduce overstimulation. Ooh, the stimulator mm-hmm. simulator. Without eliminating sensation altogether. In 2019 study, they were proven to increase Time to orgasm by 4X. Wow. Holy smokes. Trev, here are the directions, just in case you need to relay this to anyone. I know you were running some errands today, so maybe next time you're out in the town, just pull someone aside and say, hey, remove the disposable swipe from its discreet pocket-sized pack. Wipe on the most sensitive parts of your penis and allow to dry for about five minutes. When used as directed, Roman swipes leave no scent or taste, so there's no transfer to your partner. That could be nice for whatever you're doing. Uh, and two free two-day shipping in an unmarked package. Try swipes today with their special offer for our listeners. Twenty percent off your first order at getroman.com slash talking. That's getroman.com slash talking for twenty percent off today. Trev, you are raising your hand again. <laughs>
2: People got it easy nowadays. Yeah, like oh. when you have problems like this, you need to solve them, and you have Roman just ready to step up and do it for you. Back way back when, you, used to stick, you just had to BIs. live with it. Oh. Yeah,
0: thank you, Grandma.
2: Just, I mean, Roman, jeez, way to go, guys.
0: Just tug your pud fifteen minutes before and hope it gets back.
2: What does four X get you right now? Uh, f- eight, right? Four. Eight
0: X four X. <laughs> It would be four times. Gets me out of
1: shape. It's
0: exhausting. You see that? Oh, can I tell you something what
2: Jake said about you, James? What did he say? What did I say? We were talking about how he can't get in shape because it's off-brand for him. Yeah. And I said, yeah, like, you guys can't be, like, all muscular. That doesn't make sense. And he said, oh, James might never lift a weight in his life ever again.
1: Yeah, I'll never lift a weight. (laughs) I'll do push-ups or bands. I, I mean... I never feel dumber than when, like, I lift weights. I just cannot <laughs> put my brain to think this is worthwhile at all. I mean, we would do, like, hockey practice in the gym, and I would just be like, Coach, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> you make a game out of throwing a medicine ball, you can get me to do it. But just straight up lifting a weight up and down, up and down. I never felt mm. like a dumber person in my life. I just can't. I, and I'm not, yeah, that, I'm not trying to rip on people because I wish I had it in me to, like, do guy. it. But, no, I can't make sense of that. It's so boring.
2: You got to embrace that part of like, I don't want to call it the dumb part of you, but it's like that kind of Neanderthal deep down inside. Just, I don't have it. I'm everything needs to be like practical
1: or like, I need to make sense of it. And like, do I really care about like my arm muscles? And I was like, no, i never once have
2: Not Jake does. That's all, you, that's all you do. Biceps. But I've been
1: doing push-ups. to so just go on the treadmill. And then I just do like 20 push push-ups and that's all. And I, I don't know. That's all. Like you're capable of. I want to get life. in shape. I've been actively trying to lose weight, but you look li- great. Lifting weights, no, I can't. I can't do it. Trainer
2: 2023, can't. I mean, we did Pilates, had, James. Know. Oh my god. No, they get too spiritual. Dripping sex.
0: Speaking of dripping sex, um, it's something we stumbled into last year, maybe two years ago. It's it's something I love to think about. And it gets a little tricky because there's guys on every team with three and a half weeks you can change a chunk of your season. Uh, There's a lot of guys that can't. There's a lot of guys that, you know what, Aaron Judge is going to have a really good year. I thought about throwing him in here. and Like if he hits 62, that would be a changing season for him. But there's some guys, and you can let us know. Sound off in the comments as my guy Trev lets you know. You know, there's some magic numbers in baseball that are kind of changing. It used to be like 300. If you are a 300 hitter, you're a ball player. That's kind of gone. I-, I think the new still thre- there. The new 300, I think, is like kind of an 800 OPS. Like that's that's a measure that you had a really good year. No one can argue with you if you're an 800 OPS guy. Also, some of the ERAs. Uh, I still value ERA. I think a lot of people still value ERA with some of the advanced pitching staff.
1: I'm starting stats. to not. Jimmy's coming away from it. After watching some of the defense this season right? that we've seen. F-fielding independent pitcher, Defense, Zach one Wheeler. bad start. And I don't really like FIP. I'm starting to change my mind, which I was uh, somewhat firm on earlier, but some of the scorekeepers... Mm are ruining it for me.
0: It's been a weird year on scorekeepers. Scorekeepers are
1: now giving errors or hits based on exit velo or something, and it's just off. Scorekeepers, beekeepers, check
0: out the Weekly Dumb this week. Mm. I've got a couple zoomed out guys, um, and then we'll zoom in a little further. I think one thing we should know, and the guy that ruined BBD's A.L. Rookie of the Year bet... uh, And this is just something that I think if Judge wasn't being Judge and Pujols wasn't being Pujols would be talked about more. My main man, Julio Rodriguez, J-Rod, he's going for 30-30, boys, as a rookie. And he missed games. Um, So I know the good people of Seattle know. I know you're not letting those Vancouver Cougars into your stadium during that Toronto series. But 30-30 is no joke. He's got 25 homers and he's got 24 stolen bases. Um, And those all happened in 123 games because, remember, he he missed time um, from the hand thing. So three and a half weeks, five home runs, you know, a couple big days. And that's such a special season, especially from a rookie that Again, if the big fellow wasn't doing his thing, I think we'd be talking about Julio even more than we already do.
2: I like Julio a lot. 30-30 as a rookie is incredible. And I have to eat a little bit of crow because I believe I talked about the rookies in this class and said there's some good ones. I said the one I think that I'm most sure about is Bobby Witt Jr. And someone asked me over Julio. I said, I think so. Julio is the real deal. Bobby Wood Jr. Having a great year. Shoot. He's got 20 homers and 27 bags. You know, a couple good runs away from being a 30-30 guy during the season. But Julio seems to be like, I mean, he's a star, man. He's a star. And he doesn't stop. Like, when he gets hot, it just, like, keeps going and going and going. And he loves the moment. Can't wait to see him in the postseason, dude.
0: In the last 10 years, here are the guys to go thirty thirty. 30-30. Uh, Jose Ramirez, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr., Yelly in 2019. Yep. How about that? And Cedric Mullins landed right on the nose for 30 30 last year, which is, uh, I always forget how cool that is for him. But yeah, I mean, when there's only six guys who have done that in baseball, or excuse me, five in the last decade, and you're a rookie and you're the new face of the franchise, um, Love myself some Julio. So, that's just something to watch on the outset. Um, Another, so, I also wanted to look at some free agents because that changes a couple things. Not only does it change your season, it can change your bankroll. It can change whatever's in your basement. Um, The first guy I want to go is Dansby. We've talked about Dansby a lot this year. He's had a great year. He had a really slow start. Uh, just for the first couple weeks, but then he's gone. His OPS is at 781. The year before, he was 760. The year before that, he was 809. So he's smack dab in between his previous two seasons. And Dansby's already doing well. Like, he's got five war. He plays really good defense. He's a shortstop hitting free agency uh, at age 28. He's going to do well. If Dansby could crank for the last couple weeks and get to that 800 OPS, I think you might add a year to the contract, which is just crazy, which is just crazy in the scope of baseball that the next three and a half weeks can affect, you know, another $20 million season for Dansby, especially in this Mets playoff race. I'm circling Dansby the rest of the way.
1: They will sign an extension day before the postseason. You think so? It's the Braves. Okay, they will just go all up there. Hypnotist, lock him up. Mm, mental coach. Correa will be fucked.
2: Interesting. I'm curious about the whole Correa situation. He's played. He's one a guy that has played himself back into like, hey, this guy's going to get a massive deal. Like, I th- I think no matter what, he'll he's get coming years, off of this year. But I don't think he's going to get the numbers. He might not get the he might not get the numbers, but like. Opting back into that for another one, like almost seemed like a possibility at, at uh, some what's point. year two But now at? I don't think so.
1: What's, mm-hmm? year, what's year two at? 30 mil again with the Twins?
2: Yeah. I think it's the same at 31 and a half or something like that. Then he has the option again to come out. Like if he just wants to keep platforming himself. If he had a really bad year this year, then he could do that. But I think yeah, I mean, he's, he was, I, think he's I don't it. think
1: he's going to get a 10-year deal. I mean, he might get eight years, but I don't think he's going to get 30 mil per year.
0: 35.1 next year.
1: He might opt in, in man. It's interesting. I think he's gotten that's hot enough lot. where I don't know if he needs to. But no one signed him long-term last year. And all the rumors we heard was no one likes the way his back looks. No one wants to give him long-term.
2: I'll have to, I wonder when that day is that he has to opt in. Because mm. that puts a time limit on negotiations and... Yeah. interesting. I think he's done enough where he'll probably just go and try to secure the biggest bag. Now he's—you don't want to keep going and delaying it another year. You just year, want to get your you know? the
1: rest of your career locked up. Yeah, no matter what it is, it's going to be higher than the rest of his twins contract. Can I give a guy?
0: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if he could even if he chose to go to free agency, he could probably get thirty-five one for one year from another team if he really wanted it. Unless he doesn't get the offer he wants. I don't circle that. Correa. Who do you have, Trev?
2: A guy we talk about all the time, and wearing his colors right now. It's Christian Yelich. Okay. Now, for a couple different reasons. Right now, Milwaukee's on the outside looking in. They said two games back of San Diego, but as we said, Padres got the tiebreaker on them. So they're actually three games back of the of uh, the Padres. Yelich has been, I mean, I'm sure he'd say the same thing, pretty mid this year. He's got a 2-6 war. He's got a 755 OPS, like, Decent season. That's not a Yelly season. Not who he believes he could be. Not who most of us believe he can be. If he turns it on here, the end of the year, puts Milwaukee into the postseason, he really just needs to slug a little bit more. Like, give me some homers here at the end of the year, Yelly. Then, like you said, maybe you get to the uh, that elusive eight number. Although he already has 500 at bat, so moving that up that much is probably not going to happen unless he goes off on a crazy tear. But I think... If he has a pedestrian year for the rest of the way, but Brewers don't make the playoffs, I believe Yelly starts to get viewed differently in the baseball scope. I think if he goes off and finishes the year very strong and gets them into the postseason, I think he retains his status as like big, bad, motherfucking Yelly. And that is on a three-week schedule right now. Maybe I can twist you a little bit because he he had...
0: His first half, especially the first couple months, were slow. He May, he had a 695 OPS. In the second half, he's been an 800, 809 OPS guy, a 388 on base. So I, I wonder if I could maybe even tweak that to be like, if Yelly can come in next year saying I was a 400 on base guy for half the season, I, I know the pop isn't there, and I'd love for you to track kind of watch some Yelly at-bats because you're right. I mean, the only thing that's missing is the pop, which is a big deal if you're Christian Yelich.
2: Yeah, extra base hits, homers, all of that stuff. Um, but he could he could, he could, could turn the narrative. And I think he wants to. I mean, obviously the ma- main thing is getting to the playoffs, but I believe for them to get to the playoffs, he's got to go on a run like this. It can't be Adamas and Teles, bro. Like, we need Yelly in the middle of that lineup. Yeah. Like, banging Yelly. A guy that, you know... His career OPS is 846 because he has a career 470 slug. He's slugging below 400 now on the year. So I think, like I said, man, okay, you got 22 games, 23 games left. Give me like seven homers. If he gets to 20 homers, eight homers, that's, that's a lot to ask. I'm sorry, but a a big run like that can get your numbers looking good, get him into the postseason. I think, like I said, he retains his status. Uh, in the big leagues. But if if he doesn't, he's pedestrian, they don't make the playoffs. I think, I think he might not get the respect necessarily that he's getting right now. Send him a text. I love you, Yelly. Give him the ploof text. He did just hit a fucking ball 499 feet. Let's go. Keep doing that, baby. It's Easy.
0: Very. Just do that. A couple guys to round it out. Uh, Two pitchers. uh, One guy we love a lot. And these guys are having Good seasons, no matter what, you couldn't shake them if you wanted. One's got money implications, one's got pride implications. Carlos Rodon, we know he's going to go back to free agency this year. His ERA's sitting at 293. His ERA last year was 237, and he actually leads the NL in FIP, if we're becoming slightly more FIP guys. But, if Carlos Rodon, his last starts, he's been not as... Good as his expectations 28 starts this year one of the concerns with him is that his injury history and holding up through the year he's going to be an interesting one to track we saw Gabe get in a whole spout with his uh relief pitcher last night I don't know if we've got beat reporter Trevor Plouffe on that that looked like a good time but if I'm Carlos Rodon I've put in the work to get myself here I'm sitting at 293 I'd want to make sure. I'd love to have that ERA going into free agency with another two sitting in front of
2: it. Mm. The two means something. Two means something like an eight means something on the OPS side.
0: I'm saying. I'm saying. And oh, then, two's
2: more. Two is actually higher than an eight. Okay. I think if you start yeah. your ERA with a two, that's more like a eight seventy-five yeah. and above. Yeah. No, that's
1: really good.
0: And that's where I was going to throw our guy. We this is part of the thing we stumbled Maybe a 900. into. This is what we stumbled into yesterday. Yeah, I I think that's a fair comparison. Tristan McKenzie, our yes. dude, our guy guy. Right there. He's sitting there. An incredible season, and it won't go away. Twenty-six starts, twenty seven games, a three oh five ERA. Our guy Tristan, the man, king of cool, hung out with us at spring training for longer than we ever thought a baseball player would want to. 305 ERA. Give us some big starts down the stretch. You get that 299, that lives forever.
1: Can the Twins Mm -hmm. hit curveballs? He might have a game against them. He definitely has a game against them. Well, they
2: they were his boogeyman, so he had some really bad starts against him against them and then the last start against the twins he went seven shutty i believe so he like kind of like bounced them yeah but maybe he's figured something out but yeah he's uh he's right there man yeah the two at the era that's like a nine on the big one yeah that's a big one
0: uh and the only other name i had written down which again people you can go so many different ways with this whether it's people chasing 30 homers whether it's Uh, chasing an OPS, whatever it is. I'm sure there's guys on your team that could flip or flop with three weeks either way. A guy that I've had circled for a little while now and a team needs to lock him up as their thick daddy DH for the next three to four years. Jock Peterson. I know we don't think of him as thick daddy. He's been getting a little, (laughs) he's got a little meat on the bones now. He's been having an awesome year. He missed that period of time. 267, 348, in 870 OPS. His OPS a couple week weeks ago was down in the 820s, which again, like we said, very good year. Or In August, he was down to 809 at one point, which you're starting to get near those sevens. He's back up to 870. If Jock can finish strong, I don't know if he could get to nine. He'd have to get really hot to wrap up the season. If he can even stay there, we need this guy to be a mainstay somewhere because mainstay somewhere, he's a stud. He's fun. We saw it in the Braves playoff run last year, and he's back to doing what he does. He's absolutely mashing right-handed pitching again um, to the tune of an 898 OPS against righties. So maybe let's get that OPS against righties over nine. So some team says Jock Peterson is going to be our DH slash corner outfielder for 140 games next year.
1: Get
2: it. There's something strange on Jock Peterson. I don't know if I'm reading this the right way. Okay? Because I'm only a high school grad. People forget that. Versus lefties. Jock. 693 OPS. Okay? Right. But versus a left-handed starter, Mm. a 1.025 OPS.
1: So we fell into this rabbit hole, and it's very disappointing because I looked at those numbers a lot in the last five years as talking about baseball into a microphone. Okay. The way baseball reference does those, if if the those it's those are in a it's game. Any at bat that was started by a lefty, but he could have hit the righty out of the bullpen later on, it would kill Lefty
2: started that game. Lefty started,
1: started that, that game. game. If the lefty only well, went one inning and then it was righties the rest of the way and he goes four for four off those righties, those count towards that stat line. So it's not really So
2: play game. him against lefty starters. It doesn't
1: matter. Doesn't yeah. I mean as long as as that, long as he's going to get the reliever at the end, it, you'd have to really look deeper into what.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, okay. That's okay. why I was he, curious about that. That's why yeah. on the split page, he's seventy played appearance against left-handed starters, but only fifty-three against left-handed pitching.
1: Yes, it's. I don't know why they do that.
0: It's, it's a little not silly. Really. He's so relieved that lefty starter gets out of the <laughs> yeah. game. He's Bam, like Tater City. I guess it. Tater it can, City. For some guys, it can dictate like
1: what kind of lineup they were part of. I don't know. Uh, I'd like the Triple Crown to be in play. So, I'd like Bogarts and Arise to just get like the Yankees shouldn't pitch to Bogarts if they want to help Judge out. They should Ooh. just he should just go O for O with four walks both games coming up. Um, Judge is eleven. He's twelve points away from contending. With Bogarts, him he, down. he's at 307. Bogarts is at 319, Arise at 315. It's a pretty tough gap in 24 games. But it'd be so cool, man. Imagine, it means Judge would win every slash line, batting average, on base, slugging, OPS, and runs scored, and okay. runs batted in, and home runs. And walks, by and, the way. And walks.
2: And still finish second in the MVP. That's crazy. Insane. Your co-MVPs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Jeets would not have that, bro. I'm still disappointed that the Yankees lost on Jeter Day. It doesn't seem right.
1: Well, yeah.
2: Was he a little salty? No. Or is he, like, really happy to be back? I'm, that's, I guess, the question that I had.
1: Oh, I think he was really happy to be back. Okay. That's my vibe with his daughters there and all that.
2: Is he going to be, like... Back in like the Oregon, some no, just attend events again.
1: Like he hadn't attended an event, and it was kind of odd, but it made sense. He's also he's like I got three kids, like yeah. he's running right. the Marlins, and I was and I was had a I had a job that was uh, working I had like sixty hours a week. Like it was hard to just come up for an event. Like I wanted to be there, but I, are
0: you enjoying his content, Trev? Right back at you. What content? His videos.
2: He's doing a lot of interviews. A lot of interviews. He's going. I told I told you, man. Like it's he's more intense media. than I gave him credit for. Like he's very intense, dude.
1: Well, yeah, that's why I always say he's of that same intensity of other great players. But if you dare say those names in the same sentence, people will get very upset with you. He created enemies. He was very much of that elk on the on the field.
2: He's. I told Jake he's attacking the questions. He's like it's not answering the questions. He's like he wants to beat you. Oh, dude, he's such a good
1: listen. I mean, I grew up listening to every single post game. I I could. You could put a montage and I would watch it. I love watching Jeter answer questions. And it's not fake either. Like, Judge yeah. Judge is very fake. Judge is very, like, Judge is doing a Yankee interview. You can tell, like, I can tell by watching six years of Judge, I have no idea what Aaron Judge is like as a person. I think if we met him, like, at a party, I would be like, oh, shit, dude. You're a jerk. Oh, shit. You're really funny. Like, I just don't know. He's very much putting up a facade of boring. Yeah. And Jeter, well, I think, like, Jeter got told Jeter got Jeter was he, the blueprint. Did. Yeah, but Jeter wasn't actually boring when you really listened and, like, the the crew asked him, like, questions. He would fight back. He would get mad if they mentioned, like, that's four games in a row with a hit. He would, like, get mad at that reporter. You knew how feisty and competitive he was. Trev said it right. He's, he said... Jeter tries to win the interview.
2: Yes. Yes. I'm reading this. I read the Jeter books to my son. He has, like, kids' books. And, like, even those are, like, I'm like, jeez, bro. Like, relax, little child Jeter in the book.
0: And isn't Teddy all, like, Jeter had no range? And it's like, shut up, Teddy.
2: Jeter Jeter is, I mean, Teddy is of the same ilk. He doesn't, I mean, he is crazy competitive. We talked about this.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, Talk more on Friday. He looks weird in that picture you just sent us. Yeah, we'll talk picture. more Friday. On, Am I well, out well, of this
2: well, group well, chat? Come on. Put me in the group chat. Uh, Jake just tagged me or us. Well, you say it this time, James. Sucks, sucks, sucks. I
0: tagged Sick Trevor on Twitter.
2: wanky party freak show
1: instead